Alright folks, welcome back to another episode of Mostly Ghostly, your favorite paranormal show on the interwebs. Maybe ever, you know. Maybe not as good as, you know, maybe uh, an Art Bell or something like that. We can't try and take the crown. Or can we, Ray? Can we try and take that crown? Well, we'll just keep doing what we're doing and see if people give it to us. Woo! I like the sound of that. That's good. So, uh, today's episode, you know, we talked a little bit about in the last episode, briefly, that we want, it was something we wanted to get into. Uh, Ray brought it up. I never heard of it, which, uh, was interesting, because usually I've heard of a lot of things like this. And, uh, that thing is the Alaskan Triangle. Now, Ray, do you want to give a little, dis- I have some, I got a little info on it here, but do you, since you brought it up last week, do you want to give a little introduction to what it is uh via just off the top of your head uh i'm not sure the exact square mileage i know it goes between uh three different areas up in alaska Mm -hmm. how it stands out um is the different things that have happened up there You, you take over the last 30 years from 88 to 2018 over 16,000 missing people yeah um that's more than uh any other state in the U.S. There have been uh, UFO sightings. There have been, uh, oh, let's see, well, Bigfoot. There's a Native American uh, creature, that, a supposedly uh, shape-shifting creature, the Kushtaka, that's supposed to uh, stalk up there. Yeah. Uh, there's a plane missing in 72 with a politician on it, and uh-huh. uh, never... Search for 39 days, all the stuff going on, never a trace. And the significant thing is there's never a trace of anything. You go to the Alaska Triangle, you disappear. Yeah, I was surprised. It was, uh, when I started diving in, it was like some crazy, you know, like I said, it was one of those things. Over 16,000 people, like you said, since 1988, um, which is some def- some devastation. Of course, you know what I mean. Um, we're gonna get, I'll give you the Alaskan Triangle a name that stems from the infamous Bermuda Triangle. It's an area of wilderness connecting three city points of Janu, Barrow, and Anchorage. Uh, the area also covers the northern region of the Barrow Mountain Range. For decades, the triangle has been researched and talked about due to multiple mysterious disappearances. That's an understatement when they say multiple, um, mysterious, 16,000, uh, that's more than multiple, that's like, uh, that's a situation, you know what I mean? Well, we don't even know how many in the last couple of years, that's where that last count came from, but it's been two years since then. Mm, that's true, yeah, yeah, it's quite a thing, you know, um, you know, there are many theories as to why so many disappearances occur in this area of Alaska, but the uh, conspiracies made major headlines in October of 1972 when U.S. House uh, Majority Leader uh, Hale Boggs, Alaska Congressman Nick Bajic, Russell Brown, and pilot Don Johns vanished while traveling on a small private plane. After weeks of searching via plane, boat, car, and foot, Investigators never found the plane. 
a wreckage, or any trace of the passengers on board at the time. My my conspiracy corrupt politician mind automatically jumps to he stole money and that was his way of getting away with uh, what he what he stole. But what can you do? What do you think? Uh, well, I know that uh, the they searched a pretty wide area. I don't have the number of acres or square miles. I know the search lasted for thirty nine days. Mm-hmm. There were four hundred aircraft plus boats. And even the Coast Guard off the coast was looking. Huh. Not, not a trace of anything. Completely gone. Yeah, the fact that these, you know, 16,000 is a lot of people. Like, that's a lot of bodies to pile up somewhere if you did it. You know what I mean? Oh, if you're talking about that plane and some people, some people might say, oh, there's like glaciers and there's crevices in this and that and it could be in the forest and... Mm-hmm. Over all those years, every single person hunting, exploring, local person, uh, tourist, everything, never mind the searches, no one has ever found anything. They don't find remains of bodies. They don't find remains of anything. It just, they just disappear. Yeah. The, um, it's weird. What do you, th- what, what you, what do you think it could be? What, what's your, what, do you have any rough opinion of what you think it could be? Uh, well, there are some, there's some theories out there, like I think uh, some people say Bigfoot, uh, some people say that Native American shape-shifting uh, Kushtaka that takes people, uh, also known as the Otter Man. Like the Skinwalker? The... We talked about them in Skinwalker a little bit? Yeah, yeah. They call it the Otter Man up there. The native name is Kushtaka. Huh. But, uh, yeah, so you have something now, someone might... Someone might say, well, you know, Bigfoot, oh, yeah, sure, it's up north, it's cold. Polar bears adapted. How do you know there wasn't a species, a cryptoid, or a subspecies of some type that went north and adapted and can live in this massive wilderness that gets cold in winter? Is this the part of Alaska that stays nighttime for, like, you know, a month at a, month at a time or something like that? Uh, for you several know? months, the northern part of the triangle is. Okay. So it's, it's, uh, could there be something up there in those woods? I'd say if it's going to be anywhere, it's going to be a remote, inaccessible place like that, where it's where it could thrive and never be caught. Yeah, if you, you do were, have, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, if you were an animal and that, that adapted to hunting at night, you know, could see and all that, I think that would be, uh, that would definitely be a possibility for where people have gone. And I mean that would give that would give little credibility to the fact of uh, you know if there was a Sasquatch, uh, there was an Amer- American Sasquatch out there, cheap plug, then we would uh, w- w- you know we can't just be eating all, just lettuce and you know plants like you would eat meat. It'd be a meat eater, and uh, there would be more people missing. And with something like that right there, it tells you yeah. With some serious people missing, you think it'd be like a community of these things, maybe of a Bigfoot. If we're gonna, well, well, let's take the parallel direction of it being a Bigfoot for this for a little bit, and you know, if it was to be a Bigfoot, do you think it would be a community group of them or just one Bigfoot? What's your take? Uh, there'd have to be a community for it to be sustainable and DNA to stay intact. You need a certain number, and they'd have to. Uh 
keep that community going and to stay there long term, that would support people going missing mm-hmm. because they would a community would be better able to hide uh, what they did, right? And be able to uh, share and cover their tracks. Then uh, a lone one would be hard to find, but you would you would need a community uh, to be able to pull it off in the long term. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's very got a creepy, it's a very foggy look to it. And the, I, I pulled up a few pictures of it, and it had a very foggy, you know, almost, uh, you know, it it, it it reminded me a lot. It, it, in you know, Insomnia, the not Insomniac, our film, but the Robin Williams Al Pacino vehicle. We talked about Al Pacino on Shot Treatment. Um, have you seen there? I think Christopher Nolan directed it. It was it was shot in Alaska, and it has this. You know, it must have been the same area. You said it was like northern Alaska. Is it got this deal? Uh, yeah. I mean, I know when you go down to Juneau and the other areas, they're a little bit farther south, but the northern peak of the triangle is uh, pretty far up there. Yeah. So, like, there's many different arguments of extraterrestrial activity energy vortexes and you know evil animalities so you know they call it some people even call the alaska triangle the devil's triangle um which is weird which is kind of weird because to bring it back to the bridgewater triangle they call that the devil's swamp you know what i mean so i mean there's some weird shit going down in these places and I wonder what it is I know that the Bermuda Triangle they say that it's you know they speculate that it's a certain it just happens to be like a certain part of the earth where everything kind of all the weather kind of links up and it, it can cause weird things like like the air to drop out or like gravity things gravity pulls and they think that you know that could be you know people just losing gravity and going into the ocean um, you know, there's, I heard a thing about, like, earthquakes under the water where, like, air bubbles will pop up, and they'll supposedly, like, I guess, like, they go so, they pop up so high that they hit, hit whatever, and they fuck up, they, they, they bring them down, you know what I mean? There's a lot of, um, speculation that can go with this. I wonder what it really is, all this missing area. You think it could be more paranormal, you know, when we talk Bigfoot, I don't really... It's paranormal, but it's more, you know, the crypto, you know. It's not... There's different ways you can take it. Uh, would you take... Would you, what do you think about a paranormal, like, lean on this? Like, uh, the, side, the paranormal side of it, where it's a spiritual thing. And then there's just maybe spirits. Um, Pugawajis kind of come to mind a little bit. Or, you know, if it was maybe... You know, maybe there was big Native American. Isn't there Native? Aren't the Alaskans? Aren't they very? Don't they? Aren't they kind of Native? Don't they? Uh, have the, a, the Inuit. Yes. Yeah. They're Native. So, like, I wonder if it's a spiritual thing, and you know, it's like a cursed land. Maybe you know, maybe bad things happened there in the past, or maybe you know, it's you know. Thing, you know, maybe like big bad things where people have died or, you know, bad things and just, you know, crops would never grow there or something, you know what I mean? And it kind of got a bad, bad vibe about the whole thing. But, uh, 
Yeah, with the cult, with that like the native culture to it, like, what, what's your take on the reality of you think thinking it being something supernatural, uh, more so than a cryptid animal? I didn't get that. What was that? What do you think of it being more of a spiritual, almost um, ghostly, more so than like a cryptid Bigfoot type thing? I tend to go more towards that. I tend to go more towards portals and vortexes, which yeah. would introduce other dimensions and other worlds. And just, uh, did you know there is a triangle area off of Japan? It is called the Devil's Sea. No, but it all, I'm already horrified by just the name. And it's more devil stuff. What do you think of that? Devil's Triangle, yep. Devil's Swamp, Devil's Sea. Um, now, this, this right here is the same type of thing as the Bermuda Triangle where boats and planes and people go missing. Oh, yeah, it's got a nasty reputation. Yeah. Much, much, much the same. I wonder what it is, man. But I, 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 put, I put a little bit of faith in the science of it where I think there could be an issue of just there's certain places in the world that line up, scientifically line up for whatever reason, the way the wind blows at a certain, you know what I mean, that, like, but those are where I think the portals are, I think the portals are that, you know what I mean, where, like, temperatures are changing, you know, the temperatures are, are, are changing and the winds are going against each other and there's just certain parts of the world where everything just kind of works perfectly in these certain areas, and that's how these portals happen. What do you what do you think? Well, there are energy lines around the Earth. They call it the uh, the ley lines. Yeah. And the you have the intersections where they intersect. The energy is uh, very strong. You have a lot of intersections that actually coincide with what people would call high energy or vortexes. A Bermuda Triangle happens to be one. Mm -hmm. um, there's a volcano in Hawaii. I forget what the name is. That Devil Sea off of Japan is another one. Easter Island, Stonehenge, pyramids in Egypt. They're all vortexes and all happen to lay along or be at the intersection of the uh, ley lines, the energy lines that surround the Earth. Yeah. I think that if you're looking at Alaska, though, you've got one other big thing that opens up the door to other worlds, and that is... The Earth being surrounded by an electromagnetic field, and they go, basically they go in or are generated out of the poles. So you're near the North Pole, and when you get the radiation from the sun coming down, I mean, these electromagnetic fields are strong enough to protect us all from solar radiation. And that's, yeah. it's so strong at the, at the North Pole that that's where you get the northern lights or aurora borealis. So you have that's all that energy is coming in and out of the earth at the pole. Alaska, it's right up there in that area. Now, who's to say that there isn't a massive vortex, one that goes beyond uh, even some of the other local ones, whether it's interdimensional or some people have theorized it actually goes right down into the earth. I was just going to say, you think there'd be something under that ice? There could be. I know that, I think it was back in 1986, there was a Japanese plane, was followed by three three UFOs, one big one and two small ones, almost like a mothership and two scouts, mm. for, for 400 miles in that area. Huh. 
and I, I know that there were uh, some Air Force observations uh, that recently came out that uh, off the coast they saw uh, they saw a UFO going in and out of the water. Yeah, it's crazy. I know that William Cooper, <laughs> famed conspiracy theorist uh, and truther, went was had a story about when he was in the Marines. Um, you know, they were on one of the boats, and they said they were in the middle of the ocean. He seen an aircraft, an alien aircraft, come out of the water, go up into the sky, and then come back down and come come back down with furious speed, and stop right before it like crashed and went, then went into the water and he said that like the way that it went in it was like at that speed like nothing could have survived like that impact type deal you know what I mean it just kind of went down and smoothly slid into the water type deal you know um, well, if you're talking about a technology an alien technology if they can go between galaxies I think they figured out how to dive into the water at speed well I think it's all a matter of how if, if you can drive through space I, I think that space and the water are kind of much alike, you know, with the, you can't breathe in them, they both can, they're, they're, you know, they press in on you, and, um, I think it's a lot, I think they're more alike than they're not alike, I feel, could be wrong, but, um, we're surrounded, we're surrounded by vastness, it'd be interesting though if they were... I know we talked about this a few times, too, the whole concept of an alien life being in the ocean, because we don't know what's really down there, you know, which, yeah, I mean, and if it, if it, if there was something really big down there and it came, just popped out one day, it popping out would, uh, would cause a ruckus within the waters, we'd probably have a lot of tsunamis and shit like, shit like that that horrifies me, you know. It's nothing scarier than a tsunami. I, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but uh, yeah, don't get no. Doesn't get much scarier than a gigantic wave of water coming at you that you know is only a moment of time, baby. Only a moment of time, and it's all going to be over. And well, you have the you yeah. have the legends of Atlantis, and even predating that, uh, Lemur Lemuria. Right. Sinking into the ocean. What if those continents came back up? What if it was a willful thing to hide? Do you and they were yeah. they were coming back. Do you think that if there was a civilization under that was once there that everybody they were flooded and they all died? Do you think all that loss of life is what that negative energy could be what you know makes these people disappear? Brings down planes and boats. If you were talking about if you go by the legends that the uh, ancient societies were advanced, who knows what happened? Uh, what they released when they were dying or being destroyed, whether technology-wise or emotionally, into the earth and into the atmosphere to dis disrupt the area, whether it be a Bermuda Triangle or, in this case, an Alaskan Triangle. And if you take it north to Alaska, again, if you start taking um, the idea of a vortex or even a wormhole, if you will, when you have those magnetic fields coming together at that pole, you have a lot of energy. And I think uh, whether it be alien or whether it be interdimensional, uh, spiritual, you can open up a door and it's conceivable that the same aliens that would travel uh, from different galaxies might use that 
to go back and forth. You might have that vortex of portal up there that uh, people stumble into and they just disappear. They end up maybe in another world, whether it's a parallel world, a spirit world, a center of the earth, but they just don't come back because they've walked through that portal. They get sucked into that vortex. That's to me, it's the number one thing that could have happened. What dimension they're in, I don't know. That's an interesting thing. Um, but to go back to that thing real quick, I was saying, I think that it's po- it's, po- it's possible that, you know, let's say there was somebody telling the people of Atlantis that there's a flood coming. And then their, their higher-ups say, that's just, that's just blasphemy. Don't worry about it. Nothing's coming. You know, everything will be fine. And they were lied to and they trusted. And then maybe a, a flood came quick and killed everybody. And the you think the hatred and anger and bitterness of them knowing that they were lied to and could have got maybe maybe lived but didn't? You think that that bitterness could, uh, almost like when we talk about these cursed hotels and houses that, you know, bad things happened at and now they're stuck there and you go in there and you get bad vibes and things can move around and, you know, if you had enough of that energy, it could, it could blow up, it, it could cut the engine of an airplane or a boat, play with it, mess with it, you know what I mean? What do you think? Oh, I think it could, if you're talking about massive numbers of people, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, it could it could influence the environment and anything that came into that environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's all energy, that's emotional energy. And it affects any other energy that comes in, whether it's something we create uh, with a motor or an engine, uh, it doesn't make any difference. It's, it's, uh, whether it affects a compass, it's, it's going to affect that area. Because if you're talking, let's say thousands and thousands, that's a lot to release and that's going to alter something at that spot. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. It's, uh, it's really, it's, it's fun how, how many different directions you could really go in, you know what I mean? Which is kind of the, the beauty of this show is like, you can take a stance and kind of journey into it, you know, like the Bigfoot thing. Like, eh, well, what do we think? Is the Bigfoot? Well, you know, it's this is what this is how it could be a Bigfoot, but now nah, we lean more towards um, portals, and I'm with you on that. I, I'm definitely with you on a portal. I'm 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 between a portal and th- th- this energy that brings them in. You know, I almost feel like there's a portal there that kind of gives to the energy. You know what I mean? Um, because I'm sure there's got, there's had to have been times within life where terrible things have happened on portals. So you're getting the crossover of both that negative energy of that terrible situation. And now the fact that it was on a portal would open it up to a whole different, whole different world, right? It would. The other thing too, is there may be portals, but the, what some people consider the same as portals, but are actually very different are vortexes. Now, if you're talking high energy, Vortex can go either way. It can push out energy, or it can pull it in. So, what a portal is just like a like a, you jump in a hole type deal. Uh, that's one more, way, yeah, one way it's around. More, uh, well, I guess if, if you're good at it, you could go in and come back out. But yeah, it's it's you step into another world, another dimension. Uh, you open up a portal, and we've spoken in the past. Whenever you're doing uh, anything 
having to do with ghosts, whether it be mediumship or anything, you open a doorway or portal to that spirit world. Yeah. So this might be an energy, the energy up there might be opening up portals. And whether it's an advanced society out of the past or future or from somewhere else that's using those portals or whether it's just people mis mistakenly stepping through them, not realizing what they're doing, flying into them, um, they would disappear. Now, yeah. energy vortex can create a portal, but it's not primarily one. It's a massive flow of energy. And these vortexes are kind of like they create the energy. They often create a portal, but it can suck energy or it can give it out. So depending upon which ones you have in that highly charged area, uh, people could be, they could be contributing to portals. They could be um, putting out massive energy that uh, disrupts everything around it. Just like we just mentioned about all those people dying and the energy that they put out, they could be uh, the vortex itself by putting energy out there could be creating phenomenon, or if it's just sucking everything into it. Um, you think a uh, yeah? You think a portal consciously has like a, like it's looking for food in a way where like it would open up a portal almost in a way like fishing for a person to come through to get their energy. You think that's possible? Um, I don't. I don't know. If you do have a portal, though, I know it will stay. It will usually stay open until someone closes it. I wonder if it has some type, any type of conscience to it. Though, you know what I mean? Like your demons would tag along and hook in and stuff. Where a portal is, like, I wonder if it could work on its own. You know what I mean? It just opens itself up, and which it can. And but one, but like, if the reasoning for that is. For people to wander in, or things to wander in and get caught up in it. I wonder if it's more. I wonder if it, I wonder if the portal themselves are more a predator, uh, more so that, or just as much as the things within it. What do you think? Um, I don't know about predator. Yeah, I would. Tend, I would tend to think that um, maybe they fluctuate. Mm -hmm. They pulse, for instance that they have a pulse or a beat to it where they open up and they close, I think it would depend upon a lot on what caused the portal to open. It could be very random if it's a massive energy up there from the electromagnetic field and the poles. And the other thing that can contribute to it is you have a lot of people fascinated with the area, and it's a very big tourist spot. Yeah. And these people are going up there, and they're searching, whether it's for uh, Bigfoot or Ottoman, and, or they're looking for portals for UF, UFOs, and they're trying and trying things. They're doing things. They're bringing devices that uh, measure electromagnetic fields, and <coughs> excuse me, they're bringing their own emotional energy up there, yeah. and they're, they're feeding it. What might have been there naturally, they're, they're now feeding and giving extra energy. And that could be keeping it open or activating a new one. What do you think happened to those 16,000 people? You think that they were... When they, they just, you believe the portal thing, right? Like they just entered a portal and got, who knows where they ended up? I would say Alaska is big enough so a small percentage, and I would probably say small percentage, did go lost, maybe got eaten by a bear or fell down a crevice. I mean, you've got to say that yeah, there's a certain percentage that may have been that, but the number is so large that, yeah, I would 
I go with the portal thing. They step through. Something sucked them out of this world into another. And that's that's where they're stuck. They were unable to get back. Shit. Yeah, I, can, I mean, there would be a lot of accidents. You know, I mean, you figure with all that snow, you're walking, and uh, it's all white, 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 white. You don't even see that there's a crack. A little line, uh, you, you dip in, and there you go. You, you dip in, and it caves in on you, and you're done. You know what I mean? Beers get you, freeze to death, and then the, then you get eaten. Um, yeah, because it's a cold place. So even the even realistically, even if they were half eaten by these bears, man, there should still be carcasses found. The fact that there, yeah, the fact that there's sixteen thousand people that just poof gone. Well, b- bones, clothes, camping equipment, hunting equipment. Uh, like we said, a plane, well, other planes have gone down, pieces of planes. There should have been something there for them to completely disappear without a trace. That many, and that's how many they that, that have gone and they have not found anything. You know, so it's, 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 um, to me, that's a huge number. In modern times with cell phones and social media, that has to, um, that should play a factor into things too. Like that if people don't, if people don't pop on Facebook and be like, yo, I'm lost. I just want everybody to know, like, you know what I mean? Or like when they used to find the videos of the people and their, their, their last hour where they're t- telling their family they love them and stuff and they find the video, it's like, you know, you, you, there's none of that either, you know what I mean? Like you'd think that there would be something, you know, that somebody would reach out. So like whatever happened must have happened quick where they didn't... They didn't have time to really react. It just kind of happened. You know it just I mean? it overtook them. And you don't get cell service in another dimension, I heard. Nope. I also know that, uh, and it's commonly available. You can I, I can buy them, and they have about a 3,000-mile range. Yeah. But you have commercially available sat phones, satellite phones, that uh, would work up there just fine. Right, right. Uh, trackers and hunters and other people, they use that. And still... No one ever called out for help. I think that's kind of, you know, the most questionable things is that there's no bodies and that they're, they're just nothing, just disappeared. No signs of struggle or murder, nothing, just gone. You know what I mean? You can't, it's, uh, you know... You know, it's got, there's, like I said, there's a lot of things out there that you could meet your demise through, um, but there would be some type of evidence of, you know, what the fuck was going on. Uh, The Travel Channel recently aired a new show called The Alaska Triangle, during which experts and eyewitness attempts to unlock the mystery of the Alaska Triangle. A remote area infamous for alien abductions, Bigfoot sightings, and paranormal phenomena, and vanishing planes, my friend. That episode, uh, the episodes that have aired so far have already covered a le- the legend of the Alaskan Loch Ness monster. Uh, did you catch this show at all, or? Uh, no, it hasn't. It hasn't been something I've been watching. I did you in your research. Did you hear anything about this Alaskan Loch Ness monster? Uh, just a quick reference. No details. It's uh, now Loch Ness is just what's weird. Is Loch Ness is named Loch Ness because of the location. Not because of a species or anything, right? 
Yeah. It just happened. So, like, yeah. So, the calling it the Alaskan Loch Ness Monster is kind of weird. But, I mean, uh, you know, it is what it is, I guess. The, um... I don't know, uh... Yeah, that whole, I don't know, that's something else to touch base on one of these days, too, is that whole, like, that prehistoric, you know, dinosaur, you know, ocean dinosaur, aquatic life type things that like the Loch Ness Monster, you know what I mean? I think there's a fish on that, don't hold me to the name, but I think it was called a coelacamp, something like that. Yeah. It was found a few years back, they thought it was extinct millions of years ago it's a prehistoric fish yeah. someone caught someone caught one well that imagine catching that the um that's the thing about like i said like a couple minutes ago man that ocean we don't know what we don't one it, it's deeper than we are uh granted to go so like god knows what the fuck's down there and realistically if you were i look at it like this man if you if you, you know, we're going back to the dinosaur era. You know, you got the dinosaurs, the comet comes, fucking boom, kills everything, annihilates everything in the earth. If you were a dinosaur in the ocean at that time, and that shit went down, um, that would probably put the fear of dinosaur god into you so far that you would dive so fucking deep into that ocean that you would be like, you would hide out there forever, get used to that. And I, I feel like there's some wild shit down there. You know what I mean? Like, uh, trouble. You know, and they can live for a very, they live for a very long time down now. Very long time, Ray. You know well, I mean? even, uh, even if you're talking about something like the comet coming down and yeah. changing, the at- changing the atmosphere, uh, for an aquatic animal, all you would need is a minimal to, and, probably migrate to an area that has a minimal sustenance to, to keep you alive and going and if it's a, at a great depth and that's where you go uh, but yeah you can keep going as opposed to the surface I mean even surface animals maybe not the dinosaurs but I know marsupials those small things scurrying around that ended up as us uh, they survive so it's the coelacamp survive so yeah. anything else could have survived way down there and I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of some of the stuff that they bring up from way down. That looks creepy. Oh, yeah. I believe it, man. When that comet hit it, it sent a big burst of, like, radiation, like, and pressure and fucking demolished everything. You know what I mean? There was heat involved. I'm sure it, I'm sure it got very hot with the impact. Agreed? Yeah, but the thing is, if like you were saying, if you're down there in the ocean, would it's that, not going to affect you much. Well, wouldn't that water heat up? I mean, if it, if we're talking about some serious, because we're talking about a big hit um, and a, a big impact, um, I'd almost say, you know, I wouldn't compare to a bomb of radiation, but I mean, I feel like just, the, just that thing coming from so far, so fast, on fire, they're on fire because they're going so fast. And hit the earth, boom! I feel like that would send like a heat wave, and uh, could probably, you know, not not fucking heat up the entire ocean. But I bet for you know the top, a good chunk of that top layer probably got warmed up a little bit, as well as vibrations and noises. But I really think that uh, deep down in the darkest of the ocean, there is, you know, prehistoric 
fish floating around and all types of weird stuff that not only do we not know about, but we probably don't want to know about. You know what I mean? Well, they may not have come up and don't realize there's good pickings up there. Well, we better hope they, they better, we better hope they don't. You want know, to talk about that, that, that Ray Boot and Godzilla movie? That's, that's what that is. <laughs> that's what that is right there. If I, if only I had a hundred million dollars to make a movie, that would be the movie. But, uh, yeah, could something have survived down there deep? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and if, if you're looking at these many places around the world, particularly the Alaska Triangle, yeah. and you're looking at energy and vortexes, and you're looking at portals, um, yeah, definitely. And the oddity of everybody disappearing without a trace. And you know that that place has become a tourist attraction and people are searching it now they're on tv they're doing a show about it and all these people are flooding in there and they have been for a while and they still don't find any evidence yeah. everything just disappears it's true and i want to add real quick um to what i was saying about um you know with that not knowing what's under the ocean and all that and uh uh, another thing I say about the ocean that that creeps me the fuck out is how much like toxic waste and trash and shit we just dump in the ocean to not deal with anymore. And like whatever is down there on the bottom, like when that shit gets down there and like blows up or implodes, whatever the fuck it does down there, and that shit leaks out onto whatever is down there, man, it turns into toxic Avenger fish. You know what I mean? Um,. I don't know, man. The bottom of the ocean scares me, man. The thought of that is, uh, I don't get down with that. I, I got a, that's creepy. I got a bad vibe about the fucking bottom of the ocean, man. I don't, uh, I don't approve. I don't approve of this message. Well, you got, uh, multiple <laughs> nuclear, nuclear tests in the Pacific. You got yeah. current pollution going into the ocean. You got a depth that's deeper than Mount Everest is tall. Yeah, I wonder if they're uh, okay. unexplained. I mean, they don't even know what's at the bottom of some of those trenches yet. Yeah, big slimy salamander, fucking human eating beast. You know what I mean? I wonder if the Devil's Ocean there has a nuclear plant near it over in Japan. I I don't know. I don't know, but it's it's funny that again that Devil's Ocean is right at a vortex point, and you're talking about like the ley lines and everything. That's another power point on the planet, and that's where the weird stuff happens, like Alaska and like Bermuda Triangle. Have you have you ever looked up the uh, ley lines that go across uh, this area of the U.S.? No, I uh, should do it sometime. See if anything tracks over uh, well, heaven, yeah. where where you are. No creepy. Now it's a creepy situation. Uh, have you done it? Have you looked into it? Um, there are some that go close, very, very close to almost over where I live. Interesting. I like it. See, to me, that's cool. I think it's cool too. I think it's very interesting. Um, yeah. But I'd, I'd be, here, I'd be really. Uh, if you're talking a Bridgewater Triangle, I'd be curious if there are is if there's an intersection that goes over that, if a bunch of them intersect over that. 
That's a good point. Send me a, uh, a link or, or drop me a line. Now, or we'll talk about it after how I could look into this because I, I do want to look at it now. Um, did you also come across the disappearance of uh, the, mil- the 44 military personnel in 1950? Uh, heard something vaguely. Don't know the details about it. I wonder if that would have anything to do with maybe, you know, I'll play the, play the devil's advocate uh, as, I like to, as I like to do. The, um, I wonder if they maybe got shot down. Maybe there was a shoot down situation. You also have, you know, you can't even play the devil's advocate because I was going to say you also have freak mishaps like planes run, you know, having issues and burning, but it's like there would be wreckage. You know what I mean? No wreckage, nothing seen. Yeah, man, unless it's just going deep, unless it's falling deep into the ocean with the fucking beast, the beast down there. I don't know. It's weird. Um, yeah, they, they they also believe in an, uh, a possible underground alien base, you know, in Fairbanks, Alaska. Uh, the curse of Kushtaka, Alaskan Bigfoot, ghost ships, you know. Um, I think ghost ships are more of like, if it doesn't, Alaska, don't they have like mirages like the desert have where it's just all white, the same way it's all desert and your brain starts to like make you think you see things? I would think so. You get it out over water as well. Yeah, you do. You get it over that vertigo, something like that, right? Yeah. They, They blame, yeah. They blamed that on, um, I was watching something on uh, Bermuda Triangle years ago, and they blamed that, the vertigo thing, where you, you, you just, the pilots will just be in the plane, and it's just all horizon, 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 that's all you're looking at, and then for whatever reason, you just kind of start to panic, and you don't know why, and, you know, people have just fucking driven the plane right into the, right into the water from the panic, um, and they don't know why it happens. It's just something that like clicks in their brain. You know what I mean? Oh, kind of like when you're driving at night down a road and it just goes on and on and on and your brain just kind of goes into this phase where you lose yourself. I think, yeah, I think it goes into an autopilot mode and then your, your actual, what you're paying attention to and like subconscious, like, like you go into a different realm and then your body's just on autopilot and then it's too late to pull out at times. And I think that's what happens to them. Because it's almost like you, you get, it's a hypnotic, you know, looking at all this endless whatever, just hypnotic, and then you, you probably start to doze, and you're looking at it, and you're, it's just like all you're looking at. So it's kind of like that whole deal where, like, if you're continuing to look at something, and then you turn away, and you can still see it, you know what I mean? It's just endless. You know, like, if anybody plays video games, if you play video games too long, you can look at it. I used to get it with Guitar Hero a lot. You'd play Guitar Hero, and then fucking you'd, like, you'd look, you'd, like, stop playing and look at the wall, and you'd have fucking, I can see, like, the Guitar Hero thing, fucking lines that go up uh, on the wall, you know what I mean? So, like, I think it's something like that where it just kind of hypnotizes you a little bit because of the just... You know, same thing over and over again. It's moving. It's something. It's like an optical illusion because it's moving, but it it's not moving. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like you're moving in on a painting. Like you're moving in on it, but nothing's moving. So it's like a weird thing going on in your brain, and uh, 
you, then you can bring equilibrium and stuff into it and all that, and, you know, fuck. When you're in an airplane, it could, you could have, like, too much water in your air from a shower, and that could fucking send you into a loop, you know what I mean? And that's a wrap. So, like, yeah, it could be anything, you know. It's a little bit of science right there, too, into it, you know, and, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Well, when I look at uh, when I look at it, and you could call this almost defending the Alaska Triangle, mm-hmm. which may sound kind of weird, but if you take hunters that go missing, these people know the territory, they know everything, they know the risks, they prepare, they go missing. Pilots, yeah, go missing. Military, trained, know what they're doing. Uh, most of the planes, particularly the modern ones, have all that navigation. It goes wrong, they go missing. All of this going missing is not, to me, it's just, just too many of them in too many circumstances to say that, oh, uh, it was a mirage. Or, oh, there might have been some in there, but I'm just saying there's just too, too many that go missing for it not to be that portal or that vortex or to be something bigger there. Yeah. They also mention a monstrous bird known as the giant thunderbird, which is a common thing. Um, like, giant birds is very common. You know, you get the Mothman prophecy is kind of like a giant bird, you know, type situation. Um, I know over by us, you know, the Bridgewater Triangle has has a, has like a, a weird pterodactyl type thing that people said they've seen. And then there's another part of... Um, of uh, this area, I forget which town it is, but there's, like, this thing called the Predator. Um, and it's supposedly, like, a big bird type thing. But, um, yeah, the big birds, they, they that could go back to the prehistoric time, too. Uh, they'd, be, they'd have to be somewhere higher for them to go. Like, I almost feel like in the mountains where, where it gets so high that it's t- tough to breathe for humans, I wouldn't be surprised if something fleed up there that, had to adapt to learn to live with that, you know, uh, you know, oxygen levels. You know well, a thunderbird I mean? goes back to old or ancient Native American uh, legends and stories about the thunderbird. I did okay. see a documentary one time on it, and uh, there was a guy whose child had been actually picked up. Fortunately, it was dropped, or maybe he was when oh, he was young. I, could, yeah, yeah. I forgot, forgot the details of it, but there was some big, big bird that did it. It was kind of like the old Super 8 type of documentary where a person yeah. uh, was around with a camera. I saw a more recent one taken, and it was again out west where someone took, and it's, the, the video is debated, and I don't know, remember where I saw it. I wish I did. I'd give you the link. Mm. But um, you look at it, and the wings don't look like they're feathers. They look like bat wings, but the head has a long, long pointed what looks like a straight beak and a bony thing. It looks like a pterodactyl. Hmm. Fine. The shape of it does not look like a bird. And this thing was only taken about probably less than five years ago out west. Yeah. So this, there may be stuff out there. So do you believe that there, there are still prehistoric creatures roaming this earth? I think that there's enough of it unexplored that they very well could be. Yeah. There could there could be out there. I'm not going to eliminate it because whether it's videos or that 
prehistoric fish or other things that I've actually seen uh, pictures of, I would have to say, yeah, there's got to be something out there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, there's some tricky stuff out there. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't want to get too crazy with them. I wouldn't want to play the game with them. But yeah, it's, uh, Bermuda Triangle here. You know, Alaska, Anchorage, it goes into Yukon, Janu, right off the Gulf of Alaska. Yeah, right through it. So it's pretty much, I mean, it goes right, it doesn't, it maybe takes up like a quarter, maybe like a quarter of Alaska, a little more than a quarter of Alaska, kind of goes up and through, uh, like, you know, almost to the middle a little bit. Um, it's trouble, you know what I mean? I've always wanted to go up there, um, partly because of the beauty and the isolation. to see something that's been untouched by man. But I'd also like to, myself, see what I could feel and what I could see as far as the potential for portals or for the unusual happening up there. Mm. I would, I would love, I would love to be able to go up there and spend some time exploring. Uh, granted, I wouldn't go into the deep forest, but, uh, mm. I'd want to go off the beaten path some. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. The marks on these that make up the triangle, like the, th- the three corner, the three corners or whatever, what do you think they're, uh, what do you think those three, those three, corners are like those those those, the dots you know what i mean that make it up like they got to be hot spots they got to be some of the most bit most most heated hot spots i'd feel you know what i mean i mean as well as inside but i feel like those 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 points are probably points for a reason you know what i mean and if that's so i bring up the question of who who put them there like who who designed I know that you were talking about how there's those those lines. Like, where those lines come from? Uh, ley lines, the energy fields. Yeah, the energy fields uh, lines that run across the Earth. Now, where would that? Where does that supposedly come from? Is there is there a source to these? Or uh, uh, that's one of those things I knew, but it's so long ago I don't remember. Uh, but the ley lines. Um, there's several different things that happens with the Earth. One is you have the Schumann's resonance. The Earth actually has a vibration, and yeah. the vibration ha- has been going up. And most people don't think that uh, the Earth vibrates, but it does. Actually, the sun does also. And some scientists um, put together a... They actually recorded it, and it's outside of our hearing range, and they put sound into it. And it was actually a science show I was watching where you can actually listen to it, and it sounds like the sun is singing. It gives off tones in its vibration. The earth gives off tones. It also has a magnetic field. It generates a magnetic field and a magnetic or power lines that run around the earth, uh, I think, are tied in t- into that magnetic field. And that, w- that would be your ley lines or where those power lines or that power grid across the earth is, is where the energy comes out and where they intersect. It's very strong. And they do intersect. And it's strange that ancient peoples, if you take, uh, oh, the pyramids, Stonehenge, uh, a bunch of places like that. Yeah. Um, people built their monuments and they did that at that time. And then later on, when they start measuring things like the vibration and energy fields and stuff, they find out it's at the intersection of these energy lines. 
how how did the people know thousands of years ago about it? It's weird, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like God's blueprint, for lack of a better phrase. But yeah, it's weird how they would know all this. Yeah, it's very weird. I, I'd love to know. We're gonna have to do some more research on that to, to rhyme a reason for these. You know what I mean? There's got to be some type of. They can't just be randomly placed. You know what I mean? There's got to be some meaning to it. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think so. I mean, there, there's no way it is all random uh, that these things occurred at those points. I find it again fascinating that um, before they started measuring things. Mm-hmm or even knew about electromagnetic field, knew about the Schumann resonance, resonance, or before they even knew any of it, they were, they built instinctively on those lines. And I think that's where we cross over a little bit to one of two things. Uh, you have your conspiracy people that say aliens influenced, but you have others that say that they, they would be paranormal hotspots. They would be portals of vortexes of energy that the people who were gifted picked up on. And that's why the things were built there. crazy and it all sparked off it all started with that uh, that congressman going going gone going gonzo I don't know if it started I think that's well, the that's thing what, that, got, that was the public like the public the first thing that like publicly sparked it off oh yeah I, I, yeah. I agree there that's that's when the public noticed yeah um, if you listen to the Inuit the native people up there you're probably going to find a lot more stories about what goes on out there than the public knows about if you could have access to some of those stories of things that happened there or even early early settlers some of the someone were to go through the history books or the records and the diaries at that time of all the weird stuff that happened and it would probably fall right in along uh where that alaska triangle is and ley lines and uh supposed vortexes are Thirty-two thousand square miles that's what it is. That's what the area is, supposedly. Uh, that's a lot of land to cover. And you have the potential for a lot of disruptions in the Earth's uh, magnetic field, like we said, vortexes or portals opening. Uh, that's a big area that uh, could support a lot of things happening and a lot of things going crazy. You know, you got 16,000 people. 32,000 square feet, you know, 16,000 goes into 32 equally twice. You think that there's any, that has any, anything or just a coincidence? Uh, I don't know. That's interesting. Well, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. You said it's 32,000 square miles? 32, yeah. And it's 16,000 people. 16,000 people. And if they started recording it, uh, and it was first noticed in 88, that makes it 32 years. Mm-hmm. So you got 32, 32, 16. Weird. So you got numbers lining up. Yeah. And I, the numbers are big. We've talked about this before. So what's going to happen now that we're in the 32nd year in the 32,000, uh, the 32 square mile, the 32 for the square miles in the 16th, uh, 16,000. What's going to happen this year when all, since all those numbers are in alignment? I know. Maybe that, maybe when those numbers line up is when things disappear. It would be interesting to watch the news very carefully to see if anything, uh, tap into, uh, possible, do a web search and tap into 
uh, possible uh, news out of Alaska itself and see what's weird going on up there right now. Yeah, so if you guys see the Alaskan Triangle on the news, me and Ray cracked that code before anybody did. Yeah, I'd like to tell. I'd like to. I'd like to fall in uh, fall in line with that and check, check out on that and see what the story is. Because yeah, and numbers are very important. I feel like numbers are hugely important. Math. There's math to everything, you know. Oh yeah, there, there is, and it's math equations that usually lead scientists to um, be able to explain the physical phenomenon because it mathematically checks out. Yeah. I mean, there's and there's sacred numbers and sacred. And mathematics used, uh, if you take like the, I think it is the, uh, you measure out the base of the pyramid in feet, matches the number of miles between the earth and the sun, which is just over, uh, 92, uh, I think it's 92 million miles, it's not 92 million feet, but there's some sort of measurement there that fits in with the 92, so that um, whether it's feet or volume, whatever it happens to be, it, it matches up with the distance to the sun, and there's all of these strange things that fall into place. And now with the Alaska Triangle, you got the uh, 16, 32, and 32. What's happening this year? Mm. Yeah. In any given year, 500 to 2,000 people go missing in this area. That's a lot of people in a, a year to go missing. People, yeah. I mean, they're not all just out taking a walk and falling in a hole somewhere. And like we said, we're talking, that's not just, that's not, that's gone. Adios. That's fucking everything. Like, gone. That's not, I found the bloody shirt. That's not, I found somebody's car keys. That's not, I found somebody's car. That's. Gone. I found nada. That person, boom, adios, adios, no evidence at all, you know. That that part fascinates me the most because yeah. I've tried to I've tried to take a look at, uh, okay, why, you know, what should they have found? Well, if it were wild animals, they should have found bones. Or animals typically don't eat um, clothes, uh, cell phones, radios, belts, rifles. Uh, shoes, anything. Nothing is found. It, yeah. They just disappear. And you would think that when people go up there, if there's an area that's in, of interest to people, you know, people go, oh, wow, I heard about this. Let's go explore there. They disappear. Someone else comes along and says, oh, wow, let's go explore there. They dis You'd think someone who didn't disappear would have found something from all of those that went before them to check out that mystery area. Mm-hmm. But they didn't find anything the ones that came back. They found nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. These vortexes, man. It's, uh, it looks like a beautiful area, too. You know, take out the, cur the cursed madness of what's going on around it. It actually looks like a nice little place that you'd want to, uh, visit. And take a little vacation there, you know what I mean? Well, there are some areas that are so uh, 
sparsely populated that um, for a while they were actually offering people money to move there. I believe that. So if you want to go live in the middle of nowhere, and hopefully you don't disappear, <laughs> we'll give you some money to, you know, some startup money here uh, to get going. Yeah. That's, that's when you know they're desperate, you know what I mean? Well, look at the look at the population they're losing all the time. Yeah, that's true. They they really they desperate for real. Um, what a world! You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I did have. Um, I did. I came into like a, a top ten list, a top ten facts uh, about the little known, but we could have we could have. Went through that already. I, I could, I could dive in. Um, you know, the, the location of the Alaskan Triangles, their top ten thing that you know they thought was a little known fact, and the huge state. You know, pretty much we kind of fucking gone over all this stuff and all the different monsters that are there. Um, Bigfoot. They talk about the theory of the Otterman, um, which is something that I wouldn't want to mess with. You know what I mean? It's another one of those. Well, that, yeah, I was gonna say if the locals didn't want to mess with it, you don't want to mess with it. Yeah, I agree. You know, there's uh, many different theories regarding all the disappearances in Alaska Triangle. One of them include the Tingit uh, people believe in the area, people of the tides. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, their whole deal is it's a cross between a man and an otter. Said to lure people to their impending doom by attracting lost people to the water by portraying children or women who are screaming for help. You know, that that's a common thing that happens, and every time we bring it up, I always talk about how creepy that is. That it, that it is smart enough and knows what it's doing enough to lure people in like that. That just, that just creeps me out every time I hear it. Well, you cannot underestimate evil. And it will yeah. use uh, it will use what works best to trap mankind, and that is a an adult's feeling towards children. So, yeah, using the voice of a child, you instinctively want to go and help. So, yeah, that's evil for sure. It's dark. <coughs> you know all the, tr the you know the alien life and all that that stuff that they talk about motherships coming in and out of the water. Um, all that crazy things, low, low, you know, flying low. Um, you know, the vortexes, which is, you know, we, we talked about for a while. Um, very common. I think that's kind of right up there with, you know, realities. Um, you know, the vast wilderness it talks about, which, I mean, it's beautiful. It looks beautiful, but, I mean, yeah, there's a whole bunch of nothing going on, and it does look chilly. Um... And it looks like a place with aggressive animals. So, I wouldn't want to, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't want to be lost there. But yeah, that, that, those number, man, that number, there's no escaping that number. Every time I see it, 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 it like, it's, it's flashing in my head. It's crazy. Yeah, if you were to fill a, a, a high school stadium with that number of people, or even start to go up into the smaller college ones, and take a look around at everybody sitting there and think about that many people gone mm. uh, that that that's that's crazy yeah 
and uh, the tourism has not gone down since all, since of all these. It hasn't slowed down a bit. They still have a gigantic amount of people rolling through there for tourists. They're very proud. They're, they take very they take a lot of pride. They say, and uh, how they every year it's more and more people. Well, again, what I want to say is, how come all those tourists aren't finding evidence of all these people that disappeared? What if the townspeople were feeding tourists to it? To their good, like they did, sacrificing to a god of the mountains. Uh, it's very Stephen Kingish, but uh, that's interesting concept. It's very uh, Wicker Man like. It has more of a Wicker Man culty feel. Yeah, you know. But let me see here. Uh, yeah, but that the. Bigfoot, so it's it's a matter of vortexes, Bigfoot, serial killers, natural accidents, and you know aliens. These are the things in the in, in, in the Otterman. You know, um, do you think it could be multiple of these things at work, or it's just kind of one? I think it's multiple. There might be a certain amount of, I would anticipate there's a certain amount of natural disasters. As I said, someone, let's say they're exploring a glacier and falls down there, they'll never be found. Mm. Uh, maybe wild animals or grizzlies. But with numbers like that, I tend to think that you can kind of choose a bunch of the others and say they all contribute. Um, but I still say on a personal basis, considering that nothing is ever found, I'm going more with portals. And vortexes yeah. than anything else. I got to agree. Even uh, you know, even a Bigfoot isn't gonna fuck it. Isn't gonna eat the clothing. You know what I mean? It's not gonna eat the bones. Animals aren't gonna eat the clothing. And they're not. They're not gonna eat all of it. They're not gonna eat the, all the bones. Like there'll still be something left. Um, the only thing you could really, yeah. I mean, I, I'm with you 110 percent as usual, Ray. As usual. I'm 110% with you. Um, it's got to be those vortexes. And what a what a wild fucking thing. What a, try, Imagine somebody trying to wrap their brain. Someone who, has, who never believed in anything out of the norm. None of this paranormal or spiritual or dimensional stuff. They thought it was all stuff for the movies. You know what I mean? And, they, and then next thing you know, they walk in singing their favorite song and they take a step and they're in a whole different fucking other world man. and uh like I've said before when we talk dimensions you you, you, you want to kind of hope that the first things first is that you're in a world that you can at least survive the environment in uh you want to make sure that new that new place isn't you know a mile under the water where you're gonna have a tough time breathing air or fucking in the sand you know what I mean like God knows where you're going to show up. Uh, God, who knows where that other dimension is? What's in it? You know what I mean? It could be anything. Anything. You know what I mean? So, uh, it's crazy. You know? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm with you that, that, you know, you're walking along and someone says, Oh, look, I'm going to go check out that flower over there. And you say, yeah, I'm going to go look over out at the valley over here off of this ledge and then you know you walk over there you turn around and the person is gone mm. no trace ever and they were I don't know 10-20 feet away from you before 
do you go looking for them or do you run scared because you don't want to go disappear and you hear a lot of things like that too with people where they're like well I was with somebody in the woods or even people with their kids we were here at the park and I turned around for a split second and I turned back around gone now do you think that you know, unfortunately, sadly, a lot of the times it is, you know, creeps, pedophiles, kid murderer, like shitty, terrible people. But what's your opinion on vortexes in that sense? They can exist um, in places we least expected. I knew somebody in the northern part of Rhode Island. Um, they had a store. Mm-hmm. And there was one spot in that store that had a vortex. Okay. And you you could go and you could stand there and you would feel different. Hmm. It was kind of like, what is it? And this per- person was involved a lot in uh, Wiccan mm-hmm. and other things. And I said, oh, that's our vortex. I mean, they didn't put it there or anything. It was just that they found it when they were setting up the store. And that was a high energy spot. And you could feel the energy flow in the, the vortex there. There's another part of Rhode Island in one of their outdoor parks where you can go and you can stand um, on a rock on a rock outcropping, mm-hmm. and if you look in a certain direction, off between a certain direction, um, you sometimes see what looks like. Best way to describe it would be a glitch in a matrix. Yeah, and it's kind of like, oh, what was that blip? What did I just see? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, if you walk, if you walk down there, it, it feels weird in that area. And you go back to that other area and you look at it a certain way and it's almost like something occasionally opens and closes. Yeah. And you get a glimpse of something else and you go, wait a minute, I didn't have anything to drink, didn't have any, you know, you, you, you run a whole list and say, well, I'm wide awake, what's going on here, right. why is this flicking in and out on me here? Yeah. But uh, I've come across them myself. I mean, I've seen, I've, I've been in both places and I've come across them. One, one was the uh, vortex in the store and the other one basically was a portal out in a wooded area in a park. Did you close the portal? Oh, no. Can you? I used to like, I just like to go out there in that area and uh, around where the portal was. It was a cool area, lots of energies and stuff going on. Should you close Should you close portals if you, if you stumble into them? Um, if you open it, close it. If it's already there, I would say leave it alone. Really? If you have a vortex that is spewing energy out and it is negative, um, you can reverse the energy flow so that um, it's going back into. But be careful because it might be very draining to anyone around who goes in that area. Uh, you can also close a vortex. A vortex is easier to close than, well, vortex and portal both can be closed depending upon the type. But, uh, you can reverse the energy flow on a, on a vortex and you can close a portal, but you would have to know where the portal is too and how it was opened. Now, if someone, if a random person was walking in the park and stepped into that vortex, could they go to a different place? Uh, during one of those, what I call blip phases, I would think they would, yeah. And you, what, you still wouldn't close it? You'd, you'd, you'd let, you'd let the, the, that happen to somebody, right? I don't know if I could because I don't know what opened it. Think, I don't know you, how it's staying open. Know? You'd have to know that. It's not just something uh, you can like do a like a prayer and like a, a certain thing and like a ritual type deal, and then 
close it up like you know what I mean well if, if you're, you're talking about opening a spiritual portal suppose it's a physical one something in the quantum matrix or quantum flux uh -oh. going on going on there then it's a whole different thing and you might not be able to do anything about it yeah I guess so it's true gotta be careful with them portals man oh yeah always so back to the Alaskan Triangle. So you'd want to go there if we, if we, if it was possible. Oh yeah, I'd love to go both to see the beautiful country and then maybe just check out a few areas where the, there were some stories about uh, portals opening and things going missing. Um, kind of. I don't know whether you want to call it brave enough or stupid enough, but I'd do that. <laughs> I'd go with you. I don't know what you call that either, but I'd go. That'd be fun. Um. Yeah, I'm curious to see if anything happens with the with the uh, the, the the Alaskan Triangle with the with this year being with the thirty second year, something like that. Yeah, thirty second end of a thirty third anniversary, thirty second anniversary or something. Yeah, I was just running some numbers through my head, and I don't know if it's thirty two or thirty three that's used in a particular uh, ritual to actually open up i'm not sure which one it is i'd have to do some research to find out which which number combination it is well i know that 33 is big with a lot of things masonhood and jesus you know i think it's got some other ties some other dark ties in there for some reason 32 is sticking in my head not just because of the alaskan portal i'll have to go check out that ritual and see what it was yeah with it so uh yeah that was uh that was the alaskan triangle do you want to um i think we both kind of come to an agreement at the end that it's a portal situation with these things um and uh yeah there's not really anything you can do just uh hope for the best you know what i mean yep and I would def I would definitely say there's just too much up there, yeah. too many people to being to be in denial. You can't deny that there's something there, whether you agree with us or not. There has to be something there. Oh yeah, for sure. You can't sixteen thousand people just d disappearing without a single trace of anything. Um, just doesn't make sense. Just doesn't work. Nope. You know, so it is what it is. You know. Um, shit. Rest in peace to those people. Fook. But, yeah. So, if you got nothing else to, uh, you want to add to the, the, the show, Ray, I think I'm going to wrap it on up. Well, the only thing I was just thinking about is, you know, we mentioned the UFOs up there. If we yeah. get a Steven Spielberg thing where a mothership comes back down and 16,000 people come walking out. <laughs> and they have a they haven't even aged kind of like that's going to be cool that would be interesting then it would be the spaceship then it would be the spaceship using the portal to go back and forth and save the people that foolishly went through accidentally it was an accident right I'm, call I'm calling those the nice aliens <laughs> I dig it well we'll keep an eye out and uh, hopefully nothing too crazy will happen this year over there. 
Yep, and I'll also uh, check out the ley lines, and uh, I think any anybody could. I'll do some searches and see if I can find the maps I found before, and I'll uh, send you out a link. Hell yeah, thank you, Ray. We'll uh, we'll do a future episode on it. And if not, then at least we'll be we'll all know we'll be knowledgeable over here at Matt Fish's house on uh, ley lines. Not me. Okay. Um. There's two other things that I wanted to ask you if you thought that those were there. One, Cthulhu, the ancient one. You believe in the ancient one as actual things, or do you think they're more just some H.P. Lovecraft stories? He based them on older legends and beliefs. I believe they were ancient ones. Okay. Do you think that there would be something like a Cthulhu deep down in that ocean? Um, if you go with the ancient stories, yes, there okay. would be. Scary. That's some scary shit. Fuck. Well, I think that uh, what you have to do is watch out for, I think it's Nyarlathotep in that mythology. He's the bringer of chaos. Oh, no. Some people would say that's Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I'd I'd say that's any politician. No, I agree with you on that. That's why that politician went missing, because he... The fucking he got done in. They knew he was a politician. Um, yeah. So that's craziness. Um, the Cthulhu, that, that's interesting. And then lastly, 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 um, what's your opinion on the, the theory that it's Godzilla down there, Ray? No, I don't think he's uh, go that far off from uh, his home territory. I know that uh, there's, uh, let's see, supposedly an island south of Alaska, closer to the Russia-Japan area, where um, some of the uh, Keiju came from, but I think the Godzilla, no, he's definitely atomic test out of the trenches to the south of uh, Japan. He's, he's not Alaska. Well, because he's toxic. Yeah, he is. He's, got, he's nuclear, right? Yep, I real. I think that I think that what we have in the deepest of our oceans is closer to Godzilla than people would like to think, and uh, that's all I'll say about that. Until we see those big ripples in the water, and then I'll I'll tell everybody I told you so. Told you so, right? Yeah, well, you know, at some point, uh, you mentioned about how much you get freaked out by tsunamis. Yeah. It's not It's not a tsunami, it's Godzilla. No! Imagine that right behind the wall. Yep. What a creepy visual that would be for a movie. <laughs> where you see the big tsunami wave, and the, but you see Godzilla behind it. Like in the new, uh, one of the new Jurassic Park movies, they had a scene with the... Some people were like, uh, I think, surfing, and they're surfing a big wave, and you see like a big dinosaur within the wave. Um, horrifying imagery, uh, children's movie, but still scary imagery. Um, but we'll wait. We'll wait for the day that Godzilla comes back to us, right? Yes, we will. And with that, we'll catch all you crazy folks. That we love so much. Thanks for listening. We'll catch all you on the next episode of Mostly Ghostly. Mm-hmm.